right, good afternoon, everyone. Back-to-back uh, -back Alex's, could it get any better than that? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if I had a, a great accent like uh, the previous Alex, that would be a little bit better. Um, but Vistaprint, I usually don't have to do this introduction in the States, uh, but Vistaprint is a print product company, uh, has some locations in Europe too as well. Um, you might know them for their business cards, uh, but they also do posters, other types of print products. Um, but I'm actually from the digital group, so there's a big whole complement for small businesses to those print products, you know, things like websites, social media marketing, local listings, things like that. And today what I want to do is I want to take you on a journey. I want to start with an idea, start with an observation that we had that kind of kicked off this whole journey. Take us through to a prototype, take us through from that prototype to actually building out a product, and then launching that product. Do you think we can do it in 15 minutes? We'll, we'll find out. Actually, before we jump in there, um, one quick background question, knowing the audience. Uh, how many people have built a website before? All right, that's about 75%. How many people have used a website builder? So your Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, Webs, Jimdo, million out there. Okay, so about half of the people have, have used a website builder. Um, so that's the product that we had for a while. I think we had it for about five years. And what we saw, you know, it looked something like this, was that there were many decisions our users had to make in order to build a website. They had to drag and drop, right? You guys are probably familiar with that term. Uh, drag and drop each individual element onto their website in order to create it. It was very customizable, but also you could run into trouble pretty quickly, right? You're kind of seeing what's happening here, right? It's not looking like a beautiful website. Things are different sizes. They aren't spaced out well. You have challenges with colors, with fonts. Um, and this is only just a quick example, but it, it gets worse. So we saw our customers create sites like this. So these might even be above average sites at the time. So you can see text covering each other uh, up in the header, the one on the left. You see elements that are too close to each other, elements that aren't sized correctly, aren't balanced with each other, colors that don't look great next to each other. Uh, in the case of the one on the right, just bad expertise of building a website, putting their phone number in the header, uh, you know, at the same size as their business, uh, you know, way too much text in the middle of the site, lots of problems. But that's not even the worst part. On mobile, so you guys may be familiar with mobile by this point, uh, but back even in 2014, right, two years ago, we knew mobile was huge. Uh, we knew it was gonna change the way that we did everything. And you can kind of see where this is going. What do you think those sites look like on mobile? Pretty scary. These were not businesses you'd wanna transact with. If you came across one of these businesses on your phone, you know, looking, I guess, in this case, for a, a tile company or a beauty company, you wouldn't trust them. Uh, you could see the one on the right kind of looks like it's broken. It's because it is. Uh, it's not formatting correctly. And the worst part about all of this is our customers had to build their site twice. They had to build it once for desktop and then go and build it again for mobile. And certainly, you know, we gave them the tools to build. You know, we tried to make it as easy as possible to rearrange, drag and drop. But what we observed is they still weren't successful. What we were doing was not working. We needed to think of some different ideas. Our customers were giving us that feedback. We had to listen to it. 
And so what we did is we put together kind of a skunkworks team of a few developers and a product manager to build a prototype. And we'll get to the idea in a second here, but what was important is this prototype was built completely separate from the rest of our company. So it didn't need the same infrastructure, uh, you know, it didn't have to apply to the same rules. Um, as we've talked about a lot, the team had full ownership of this challenge. They saw what was going wrong with the customer experience. It was on them to create a prototype that could address those issues. So they were empowered too as well. And so what they built was what's called Tower. And the reason it's called Tower is because it's built on the concept of blocks. So instead of like the you know, initial website builder that you saw when we first kicked off here, where you picked each individual element separately and had to arrange them perfectly on your site, Tower is built on this block concept. So it's a full width, responsive element that you drag and drop onto your site with a very driven customer purpose. So instead, for example, of adding navigation links, uh, you know, a title of your business, a tagline for your business, you add a whole header section and you customize from there. Um, instead of adding all of the different elements of a contact form, for example, you just drag on a contact form block and customize it from there. One more example, instead of just having to put all of those icons you can see in the design on the left, individually on there, spacing them correctly, putting text elements with them, you drag that services block onto as well. And so what we did is in about eight weeks with this team of three developers, product manager, designer, built a testable prototype. So you can see some of those sections called out in the ad block section in the left there. But also even some other things that we realized that I hinted at before that our customers were having trouble with. Again, matching colors was really hard. Matching fonts, really hard too as well. So we came up with ideas to test on those as well. Imagine if you change the color of your site in one click. And maybe it changed different colors in different places. It, it was intelligent. You know, buttons would match in a contrasting color to the background in your header. So we tested a few ideas here with this prototype. But again, only built by a few developers, only built in eight weeks. And what we did is we actually tested it against the industry leader at the time in that old drag and drop world. So some people raised their hand for Wix before. We recognized that we actually weren't even the best at that drag and drop at the time, Wix was. They had spent about a year and a half. They had had a ton of venture capital money. Uh, they had over, I think, 150 engineers at the time. And what we did was actually bring in our profile of customers, in some cases, people who use the print side of our business, but not the digital. Uh, in some cases, people completely new to Vistaprint. And we tested in a few different ways these prototype, or this prototype against Wix. And what we found, just to summarize, is that this eight to 10 week prototype that we had built was rated faster to build, easier to use, and was more likely to be recommended, kind of that NPS question, you know, would you recommend this to a family, friend, or coworker? So kind of let that sit in. So an eight week prototype, three developers, we get this type of feedback versus hundreds of million dollars in venture capital, in engineers, paradigm that had been around for two years and really maximized. So this is where we saw there was something with what we had built, when it was time to actually invest more here. And what we did is we kind of thought about the way we wanted to transition from this prototype stage to actually building this product. And so we started to think about how we could put together a team, uh, how many people, you know, what should they work on, those type of things. 
Um, that's a whole separate talk too as well. But one of the really important decisions we made, again, back in 2014 with this product, was to integrate Intercom. Um, so now, probably a lot of people in the room are familiar with, have used Intercom before. But back in 2014, this was a pretty new, new product. Uh, and what Intercom, if you're not familiar, allows you to do, it allows you to put a little widget onto your site, onto your application, uh, in order to chat with customers, but also deliver targeted messages to them too as well. Um, so you can see with the example here, we used it as kind of a welcome message, welcome email in our application, also a way to kind of point people to new features. Uh, but the best part for us was that chat widget. So it's just a bubble that sits there in the website builder and you can make it pop up and say, you know, ask any questions that you have of us. And we got a lot of questions. Uh, even though that prototype did well, it was missing a lot. And once we started releasing the early versions of this product or testing them with customers, we got a lot of really interesting feedback. So one of the biggest things, since we're Vistaprint, right? Remember that the print product side of the business is very complementary to the websites. You get a lot of people saying, I want the image on my business card or that logo I used on that flyer on my website. So that started to come through in feedback. We'd hear things about PayPal. People wanted to sell things on their website. You know, again, we started very, very agile, very similar to the prototype with this first version, and we just listened to customers. And we didn't just listen to what they said, we also observed them too as well. Uh, you know, we used other tools like usertesting.com, uh, Qualaroo, Hotjar for kind of tracking how people navigated around the app. Uh, but it came back to Intercom probably being the most valuable that we integrated at the front there. Um, we also did some really old school things, like actually calling up customers, actually bringing customers into the office. Uh, time intensive, but definitely worth it when you're early on in a product and you could go in a ton of different directions. And what was interesting is, you know, we didn't just listen to that feedback. You hear a lot of people pay attention to your customers, you know, listen to their feedback. Uh, we actually acted on it. So we used it, I kind of highlighted a few key decisions we made with our builder because of the feedback we got, because of what we observed through all of those different channels that we had. So the first one, we originally conceived this builder as a single page builder. Um, if you're familiar with kind of the way that design trends have gone on the web, you had like longer pages that were responsive, that had a lot of information. Um, our customers have pretty simple businesses. Uh, you know, it's a cookie shop or, you know, a bakery, some other thing like that. That's a pretty common use case, um, you know, lawn mowing service. And so we thought they could get by with single page, but we found pretty quickly through feedback, uh, through observation, they were really struggling with that concept. It was too far ahead for the way that they thought about building websites. We still wanted to bring them forward, but we thought it was too far to bring them to make them put everything on one page. Um, and we observed that that was a breaking point in their experience. So we introduced multi-page. In addition, we introduced kind of prefab, what we call them multi-pages, that are already built for you. So if you want to add an online store, a blog, a services page, you didn't start from scratch. You started from something that we had recommended for you that made sense. Uh, do we need more templates? Uh, you kind of saw a little preview there, but with the prototype, we only had a few templates. And the idea was, this is so customizable, this is so easy to use, people will figure it out, right? They'll figure out how to change the images. They'll figure out how to customize it to their business. But we found we do need templates. Uh, by starting them with something that felt more like their business, maybe with their logo from their print product, with their industry matched, they were more successful. They published their websites more, they canceled their websites less, uh, they stuck with us and they used the product more successfully. This was a really interesting one. So early on in our journey, we're like, we're building a website builder. Website builders need e-commerce. 
They need online store. Past, you have to have it. Everyone has it in the industry. You need it. And so that was kind of in the back of our head. We'd actually even started on integrating a partner for online store. And we kind of came back and we said, hold on, what's an easier way we can test what our customers are trying to do, sell products, without going all the way to shopping cart, taxes, shipping, all of those type of things. And so what we did is we actually just did some interesting block layouts with PayPal buttons, with donate buttons, with pricing grids, and that satisfied about 80% of the people who said they wanted to sell products. So we were able to kind of minimize that customer pain, focus on other bigger customer pains before just now we're working back now on online store and e-commerce. So we saved ourselves a lot of time in getting the product to a customer by saying no to that one. And then last one here, onboarding. You saw a little bit of it before, but again, kind of by giving people some customization of the experience early on, letting them enter some information, letting them tell us their goals, their industry, we were able to give a better experience and ultimately impact their success with the product. So a lot of different ways we reacted to customer feedback along this journey. And the interesting thing is we saw our metrics follow. We didn't have to game our metrics or play around with them or try to attack them. By focusing on the customer problems through this journey, we saw publish rate start at about a quarter of people actually publish their site to over 50%. Churn, canceling their site, dropped down to 30%. Net promoter score, more than double. Again, that's the likelihood to recommend this product to someone else. And then lifetime value, more than double as well. So again, by listening to that customer feedback, our metrics followed. And the launch, we've been kind of launched in some shape or form since you know, a little bit uh, later from now, uh, this time last year. Uh, back in December, we were around 10%, and we used that to compare to our old product. So all those metrics we were looking at before, plus you know, a few other ones, we're just constantly using to compare to that old website builder. Uh, because even though there were positive parts of it, there were things missing with this new website builder that led us to you know, kind of attack those challenges we saw before. Uh, and then ultimately when the numbers started to turn and accelerate, we started to ramp up, ultimately launching just over a month ago in the US, UK, and Canada um, on vistaprint.com if you want to check it out, uh, to 100%. And the final product, and again, I'll have a link to a demo at the end that you can play around with. This doesn't do it justice, but in some ways looks very similar to that prototype we tested. But hopefully if you play around with the product, you'll see some of those other decisions that we made along the way. Um, almost all informed with that customer feedback, customer observation, uh, design thinking type of approach. But the real proof is in what customers built with this product. You saw what the customers that we have at Vistaprint built with our last generation of website building. It was not built for them. Uh, they struggled with it, their websites didn't look good, their businesses weren't successful. Customers with this product have websites that look a little bit more like this. So a torn adventure company in the United States. Looks great on tablet, looks great on mobile. Automatically, they didn't have to do anything separate for that. Whetstone's Farmhouse, an antiques company in the United States. Looks great on tablet, looks great on mobile. And then finally, Black, which is a lifestyle, kind of apparel, watch company in the US. Again, shouldn't be a surprise, but looks great on tablet, looks great on mobile. So by building something that our customers helped shape with their feedback, uh, you know, with their ideas, by just running into problems, you know, whether they said it or not, uh, they helped shape a builder that catered to their needs as a small business owner. 
And so I'd encourage you all, give Tower a try. You can go to this bit.ly link here. Uh, you have to go on desktop now, maybe tablet builder coming in the future. Uh, make sure you use a capital T, capital W, bit.ly's weird like that. Uh, any username, password, VP Swift, and we're still building this product. We still have developers working on it. I'm still working on it. So any feedback, uh, catch me outside, find me on Twitter, go to my website, let me know, because we want to find the next biggest pain points uh, to address with this website builder. So thank you for letting me share our journey and definitely give Tower a try.